Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. chart that one of our crash bros uh, who lives in his mom's basement has been creating to scare people because he is talking about how home prices to income is simply unsustainable. It is at a record high. This is such a pretty chart that the folks like George Gammon, Ken McElroy, and many, many, many others on X or Twitter have been using it. So what I had to do, Anna, is go back to our 53-year spreadsheet, recreate the chart, and then add some variables that I think are missing because clearly this chart creator is going for the most negative headline. What do you think of all that? I love that. So, you know, we talked, I teased last week that there's some that are thinking that single family prices might actually start to really come down hard. And I was going to ask you literally, Michael, okay, so let's go back to our spreadsheet because we know from looking at the spreadsheet over 50 years, you and I've done a couple shows on this, that over time with all the ebbs and flows of values, over 50 years, real estate has gone on an upward trajectory of an average of 1% appreciation. That doesn't include house hacking and flipping and you know that kind of stuff, but just a general appreciation over time of 1% per year when you take out inflation. And so- you know, I'm like, yes, we've had these ups and downs, but they always go back up to the 1%. So I was a little skeptical of this, but I have heard quite a few talking heads oh, yeah. say it is just we are doomed to have a, a real price correction in single family. And I was going to ask you, Michael, let's go back to our spreadsheet and add this data. So you yeah. already did it. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. The first thing I want to point out, because again, we're going to go back and use the 53-year spreadsheet, which we have, which, oh, by the way, we give away for free. Go to onerentalatatime.com, get your email. You can get the, you can get all this and you can build your own pretty charts, right? Do your own research. Um, the first thing, Anna, I want to ask you is when you look at home prices to income, I have to ask, do you pay cash for your houses? Rarely. Only yeah. once. Yeah, you and I might do that, but the average person does not pay cash. Correct. So if you're not paying cash, there is at least a third variable that we should consider, and it's called debt, i.e. interest rate. Right? Always, yes. Right? So what we're going to do is we're going to bring up the spreadsheet. We're going to orient people to it because, again, we're going to assume you haven't seen this. Again, you could go get it for free and build your own spreadsheet. But let's let's look at two charts. Uh, that I have recreated with this data. So here we go. All right. Hopefully you can see that. Can you see this? Yes, I can. All right. So folks, this is something I built years ago. I think it is so valuable that I gave it uh, away for free on my website, onerentalatatime.com. On the left-hand side, you can see all the variables that we have collected since 1970. 
Uh, it goes all the way until 2022 because we just finished 23 and I haven't updated the data. I don't know that the Fed has updated their sites. We will update for 23 once it's done. Uh, just so you know, all the data sources are here. So if you want to go, you know, if you think some guy in the internet just created these numbers, I haven't. The data sources are listed here. So if you wanted to go recreate these, you could. So what we're really talking about is home prices, which here is at row three. And we are talking about income, which is median family income, row 18. Yes. So what I've done is I've taken those numbers and moved it over to, over to a separate spreadsheet. And here is simply median price, right? In 1970, that was, you know, 23,500 roughly. Median income, 9,800. And we've just done math, right? So it was 2.3. That's what we've done. And you're right. If you just look at median price to income, it is unsustainable. It is wildly high. It has never, ever, 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 ever been this high. It's at over 5%. Again, median price to median income. So yes. what, what this is telling us is today is unaffordable on this metric. It's right. also telling us, I want you to pay attention to the 1980-81. It's saying that it's much more affordable in 81. Right. right? Which right. is the period after the Fed basically stopped raising interest rates through the Volcker years in the 70s. Yes. This is important. I want people to key on two things. I wanted them to look at 81, and then I want them to look at 2021 and even 2022. You can see the numbers here, right? You can see the value. In 2021, this value was 4.48. Again, highest ever until 2023. So based on income and home prices, 1981, Affordable, uh, 2022, not. You with me so far? I am. All right. Well, I've probably given you the setup because what happens when you actually go in and you look at affordability, which takes into account interest rates. What you yes. realize is it is unaffordable in 1981 because the interest rate was something like 18% or whatever it was. Let's go back and look. Actually, it's on this chart. 1981, the interest rate was, what was the interest rate? 16%, you can see it right here. Yep. So it's price, income, and wages. That's what this knucklehead doesn't want to tell people. He, based on his chart, 1981 was affordable. In reality, 1981 was the least affordable market on record. And this is based upon taking the pay the payment based on the average interest rate, correct? Correct. At pay income, payment, so mortgage payment times 12 gives you the yearly payment to income. So your income yeah. to payment ratio in 1981, because of the high interest rate, it was not affordable. It was roughly 2.4%. Right. In 2021 or 2020, let's go to 2021. 2021, this knuckle, this knucklehead told people not to buy in 2021. And he told them not to buy in 2020. Those were some of the most affordable markets ever. Absolutely. This Lowest idiot. interest rates ever. That's when this, I bought properties at 2.3%, 2.6%. This idiot has been scaring people for years because he's using metrics 
that don't matter unless everybody pays cash. Right. If we lived in a market where everybody paid cash for homes, it would be a fair comparison. That mm -hmm. is not how our mortgage market works. If you listen right. to this fool, you would realize that you would say that 2020 and 2021 were horrible. They were some of the best years ever. And you would think that 1981 was an okay year to buy. In reality, it was the worst year ever in 53 right. years. And it so. looks like, Michael, it's already come back to kind of the mean over the last yep. 30 years. So if you go back and you look in the, you know, four to five percent range, I mean, we were there from what 1991 through. Yeah. I think I can get the average. If I just if I just highlight the whole row, I think Excel will actually give me the mean, which I could have added and I didn't, but let's just do it yeah. together. Yeah. So this is through 2022. We will update it for 2023 when the Fed publishes their numbers because I know it probably hits down. But here you go. The mean was 4.46, the average. And we're now back to what, four? Let's see what it was. Is that the four line? Let's see. We're at four point. So we're under the average slightly. We're at 4.15 and probably lower in 2023. But it's because of interest rates. Right. And, you know, here we were at 2.4. So again, I... I hate it when doomers who own nothing create pretty charts because it could be the most scary headlines. I'm not sitting here telling you that 2023 is a great year to buy homes. It clearly isn't. It's clearly worse than 2022. But I'm not going to put up a pretty chart that says 1981 was a great year and 2020 was a horrible year. That is intellectually right. dishonest. Absolutely. But it doesn't fit his narrative. And right, that's why right. I hate that chart. Yeah, no, that I agree with you. And, and I, I wasn't even sure who it was that, you know, Gammon and oh, others were quoting, but, we, we but know. my it's... gut was, okay, that number seems a little scary. However, we've been through the 30s, we've been through the, you know, the 20s, yeah. we've been through the 70s and the 2008s, and real estate, as we know, and we showed from your pre, you know, it's still 1% increase. So I didn't really buy a huge crash other than maybe some areas, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20% yeah. um, it, it, for many other reasons. But I, my gut was, I don't believe that's going to happen, but mm -hmm. I, I'm like, I need to look at the data. So you just showed it, you know, the reality is again, most people um, are, are buying with leverage and so, and 30 year fixed debt. And so, you know, regardless of where interest rates have been, homes have still appreciated um, by and large, you know, every year. And so, you know, this is refreshing. And it also shows, can you put that chart back on the graph at the very end in the red when you look at in when you look at the payment? It also shows we've already started to, you know, revert back to the mean in terms of, you know, where the average is because of the fact that, exactly. again, we've had this this slowdown in transactions because mm -hmm. of both prices being high and interest rates being high. So it's already started to, you know, it's already started to revert back to the mean. Um, and I think that you're going to see, you know, see things stabilize over the next couple of years rather than just really. That's an know, important crash. point. We are already at the mean, right? right? I fully expect 2023, once the numbers are done, this line to go down, it'll probably go down to somewhere in the threes. But at that point, the revert to the mean will have it go up. How can that be possible? Well, Anna, right. we actually have real wage growth. 
And right. we have a Fed who tells us rates are coming down. Right. So two of the three metrics will make this like what you will see in 2024 is this chart, this red line will bounce up as it goes back to the mean. So this right. fear, this nonsense, these clickbait idiots are just continually creating things to hurt people, giving people permission to do nothing. And it is complete hogwash and nonsense unless everybody suddenly pays cash for homes. Then it's interesting. Right, right. And I think we also have to look at, you know, historically, you know, th this shows us very clearly how important interest rates are because of the fact that if you look at 2006 and you see, okay, we started to have some some pain in the housing market really in 2007 before the financial crisis, but we've been in this artificially low rate environment mm -hmm. since the great financial crisis. And there's been Correct. some ebbs and flow to that, but, um, and especially, you know, COVID and beyond, we've had the lowest rates in history, which is why we had the most, you know, the best income over to, over payment at most profitable time. But those were not, our last, you know, 15 years has not been the norm of history. It's really an outlier. So if we expect that we're going to have, you know, we're going to go back to the way things were the last couple of years, then yes, we're going to be disappointed because we're not going to, it's not going to be as profitable Prices are not going to go as high when interest rates are a little higher, um, but you know they're they're going to start averaging out to the mean. And so you know you look at most of our lifetime. I mean, obviously I was born in the '70s, so things were crazy. I don't remember it, but you know '80s, '90s into the mid 2000s, mm -hmm. you're right in that you know four percent range. Mm -hmm. You know up, even though interest rates were were higher than than they were, you know, for a long time, um, yeah. more recently. So I think this is a really good chart to show us, you know, if we stay in the four to 5% range, yep. we're pretty much in, in the average and, and it's just gonna, it, it's just a minor, you know, a minor blip up or down for most yep. markets over time. And I think yeah. that's, that's a really important thing to drive home to investors who want to invest, but they're afraid because of charts like, you know, that other guy showed, like, just look over history. You know, you've shown over 50 years, if yep. you bought a house and held it, your values going up over time. Um, it, it just is. So yeah. that's, that's refreshing to see on these charts. Yeah. So just to do the mean or the average on the first chart, the average is about three and a half. It's 3.48 for this chart. So let's call that right here. And this is why well, folks like George, price to income. Yeah, price to income, three and a half. So okay. that's why people look at this chart and go, oh my God, it's at five. It's got to fall 30%. Folks, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to fall 30%. If you actually look at payments, we've already corrected to the median. And yeah. but that doesn't fit the narrative. That doesn't get clicks. That doesn't allow this, this, this doomer makes 80 grand a month producing nonsense, but pretty charts. And oh now goodness. you've got. Oh yeah, he's he's got George Gammon using his charts. He's got others. I mean, he's he's been on. I think he was on like MSNBC or CNBC or What's something. What's his name, Michael? Uh, I don't. I, it's like it's like Voldemort. I don't mention his name because he just annoys me. But I'll tell you off air. Okay, he, okay sounds he, good. People know who he is, and they can leave comments below. But I'm not saying his name. Okay. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, folks. Do your own research, go get it. And just to highlight a couple of things, the other thing that George Gammon is saying, he's talking home crash. He is adding a little caveat these last couple of uh, months, talking about real home price crashes versus nominal. 
So let's go back and look at the 70s because even Jamie Dimon's talking about the 70s now. If you look at nominal home price appreciation in the 70s, so just 1970 to 79, they went up 111%. But if you do it on a real adjusted basis, it went up 40%. So there was a lot of inflation in that story. And wait, wait, see, how much? Uh, for 40%. So down, it was 110 or 111. It went up 40% on a real basis. If we look at the 80s, which, you know, the whole Volcker era, what happened? So from 1980, let's do re, uh, nominal first, 1980 to 89, they went up 67%. But on a real basis, I don't think they went up that much. They went up 12%, basically 1% a year, roughly. Right. Yeah, you got to adjust. And then, of course, what... Um, what you can also do is you can deal real appreciation with leverage back to the point that nobody buys homes for cash. You can assume 20% down, you can get a five to one ratio and it's just, you know, you can really have fun with all of this. Yeah. So at the beautiful, end of the day, beautiful. folks, it's payments, payments, payments. We don't pay cash for homes. Also, I suggest not listening to real estate experts who own no real estate. Like really, <laughs> are you going to get stock market advice from somebody who doesn't own stocks? Why? Why? Just because they make pretty charts? Are you freaking kidding me? But that's okay. I agree okay. with you 100%. And, and, you know, it's a warning as well, not just real estate experts that have YouTube channels, but those trying to sell you coaching programs and masterminds, right? You and I both coach. And, I, and, and this isn't because I think, oh, if I, there's someone that's competition, there's millions of people in this world. There's millions of investors. There's plenty of, you know, coaching students to go around. But I will tell you, Though there are many, many, when deal flow stops, the coaches and masterminds come out of the, the woodwork. And yes. I'm, I am more than happy for people to find ways to make money, right? But to pretend that you're an expert and launch coaching programs, they come out of the woodwork when deal flow dries up because they have mm -hmm. no other source of income. Yep. You need to make sure that if you hire a coach or a consultant or join a mastermind, it's not people that have been doing real estate for two or three years or doing your niche of real estate for two or three years. You need to work with people that have a lot of experience because we can say, oh, yeah, what about the, this guy says this, but let's look at the data. Let's look at our own you know, experience and, and those of investors. And you're just not going to get that with just data. You know, there's a difference in knowledge and wisdom and wisdom comes with experience. Knowledge comes from looking at data and saying, oh, I know something new, but how do you then make sure that you're taking that data and making a wise decision with it? You've got to, to work with people, listen to people in shows that, that have experience that can keep you from making a mistake, a huge mistake um, with big dollars based on a lack of experience and wisdom. Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, I give away the 53-year spreadsheet. We'll add the 54th year probably in the next month once the Fed posts the data. Don't believe me. Go back and build your own charts. Anybody who makes you think 1981 was a great year and 2021 was a bad year is an idiot. Just an idiot. Yeah. Has anyone heard of the savings and loan crisis and yeah. real estate value crashes? Um, it, especially Ugh. in commercial, you know, land and oil and gas, like all of those things happened in the early eighties guys. So yeah. it wasn't all sunshine and roses. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. Folks at the end of the day, do your own research. Stop listening to people that own nothing of what you want to buy. That would do yourself a favor, block those people because they are not helping you. 
They're making 80 grand a month producing doom and fear. They're only helping themselves. Take care. Thanks, Anna. Thank you.